The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, you better be following me into the great outdoors. And on this week's show, we're going to have for you in our educational portion of the program. Yes, that's the educational form of the program. Stan Tequila. That's right. Stan is our resident nature nut and all-around outdoor educator uh, who is beyond. I mean, there's nobody can match this guy's knowledge of the outdoors. And uh, he's going to be talking about the bison. They are not buffalo. They are bison. I stand corrected. You know, it's, I've been, I was told that they're not buffalo. We don't have buffaloes. We have bison. <laughs> So I stand corrected. Uh, Then we're going to have on our good buddy, Captain Tony, to answer all of these questions that you people have been emailing me, texting me, sending me uh, about when when Tony mentions a lure, what is it? What does it look like? What is a dipsy diver? What is a planer board? And more so... The more we get out, the more he can tell us how to work these things and educate us. Us as recreational sportsmen, not professional anglers like Tony, as recreational anglers, we'll be able to catch more of these tasty little cohos, tasty rainbow trout, super lake trout, and, of course, those massive kings that look just magnificent when you pull them out of a smoker. And you could smoke in your Weber grill. We'll talk about that sometime in the future. <clears throat> but there's a lot of neat stuff that we're going to cover. And, you know, then in the last segment of our show, we're going to have our fishing reports, uh, some outdoor news, and who knows what we're going to be able to get. But it's all going to be done for you right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know, this is Memorial Weekend. And Memorial Weekend is here for us to remember, not just the picnics and the parties and all of that, which is great. But take a few minutes of your time and think of all of those service men and women from all wars that gave us the freedom to do what we like to do. Sounds good to me. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Hold on, everybody. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. 
If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week 
or camping or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You gone fishing. How do you know? There's a sign upon your door. <laughs> You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Be, you know. There's your hoe out in the sun. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And as always, I love to say it this way, this is our educational segment on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. But what it really is, it's our conversation, our gee whiz factor conversation with Stan Tequila. Stan, good morning. How are you? Doing good, Chauncey. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Last time we spoke, we talked about your encounters with one of my favorite critters, the wolves, especially the wolves of Yellowstone. You had an experience with buffalo out in Yellowstone. Now, you know, we're talking about something that is like a house on four feet, okay? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so first, let's clear up something here. Okay. Um, you're calling them buffalo. I call them bison. All right. Uh, um, let's, let's meet in the middle. <laughs> and uh, because technically speaking, they are called bison. Yeah. Uh, we don't have any buffalo in the New World, in the Americas. Really? Um, buffalo are, yeah, buffalo are found in um, the Old World. They're found in Africa, uh, Europe, uh, Asia, mm-hmm. things like that. So we, we do not have any buffalo here in, um, in North America. We have bison. Um, and so, I mean, it's a technicality um, because we oftentimes, that's what people do. Uh, we, uh, we kind of, give names to animals, um, whether it's right or wrong, and we stick with it. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, and there's a lot of bad examples out there of names, that you, that, uh, of common names on it. So uh, you can call it buffalo. I'm going to call it bison. But we're still talking about the same example. We'll start about it. Well, um, we, we will call it the bison from henceforth forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you can call it whatever you like. They don't care. Uh, Stan, uh, so. you, te- you teach me more than... So many other people have ever tried, and so I'm never gonna, <laughs> never gonna question you. What happened with the buffalo? The buffalo. I said it again. So, what happened with the bison? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you know, the name buffalo though is really kind of. Um, I mean, think about Buffalo Bill Cody. Yeah. Think about all the towns that are named Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. I yeah. mean, there's so many of these type of things. It's so ingrained in our culture that uh, really trying to change that is, is not. Mm-hmm. You know, necessary. At any rate, um, the point is, is that the, uh, uh, while I was in Yellowstone here, the, uh, I was following the Junction Pack, the Junction Butte Pack, another large pack of wolves that's very unique in that they have about 30 members and 
about more than three quarters of them are have black pelage, meaning their fur is black. Now, this is a very unique thing. I was just reading some studies that they believe that the black uh, coloration that comes, you know, oftentimes, first of all, is fairly unique to North America. Uh, now, the, let's talk about wolves in general. The wolves uh, are called Canis lupus. These are, their technical name is gray wolf, okay? That is their name, just in the same thing that, that the, the name bison uh, for, for bison is, is their official name. Mm-hmm. And um, so they are called a gray wolf. Worldwide, there are more wolves in Europe uh, than there is here in the United States, and nearly all of the wolves in Europe are gray. Here in North America, we have white, black, and gray, uh, and some variations in between there too. So uh, having this and, and and having the black pelage is um, unique, even more so to even Yellowstone. So for whatever reason, a black gene got in there, and so now we're seeing a lot of the members mm-hmm. of, uh, of these packs are black, which is really unique. So one day I found this uh, herd of bison up on a ridge, uh, fairly high up. It was late in the day, and one of the members of the uh, herd of bison literally just dropped over dead, just laid down and died right there. Now, that's not terribly unusual. These are very large animals. It's very <laughs> difficult for, you know, for them to survive winter. I mean, every day that I was there, it was somewhere between minus 22 and minus 28 degrees below zero, you know, so it was really nasty stuff. Um, but what was really unusual was that the entire herd kind of gathered around their dead member, their fallen member, and, um, and the uh, Junction Butte pack had kind of got wind of this and they made their way over there, and there were 17 of these wolves. Again, you can see pictures of this. I even have a small video clip on Instagram. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to see these. Mm-hmm. Uh, also have them on Facebook. And, um, and, and so they were trying to get to this dead you know, bison laying on the ground, but the herd wouldn't allow it. Uh, it was really amazing. Uh, to watch their behaviors was very unique. The members would come up and nudge their dead, you know, uh, a herd member. Uh, they would stick their noses into the fur and just kind of breathe heavy. Uh, it was just a very unusual thing to watch, you know. We, as people, we like to say that they're grieving or whatever. The truth is we don't know what, what they're thinking, you know. We're just seeing the behaviors and we're trying our best to understand it. So this goes on for about an hour or so. The wolves would push really hard on the pack to get them to move, and, the pack, and then the uh, the bison would turn, and like four or five of them would just run after the wolves, and the wolves would just turn tail and like bolt because you know you got a two thousand pound animal chasing after yeah. you, and you weigh seventy pounds or eighty pounds. You know, yeah. you, you know, there's not much of a of a uh, of a challenge there. So um, eventually, about half of the herd of bison kind of got bored, I guess, I don't know, and wandered off down the ridge line a little bit, which left only about 20, 25 members of the uh, herd protecting the dead body. Eventually, the wolves started really pushing hard on them, and about a half hour later, they got the herd to move. And as soon as they got the herd to turn and start to run a little bit, the wolves chased them for like 50 yards or so, and then uh, stopped, 
and then all ran back to this, uh, you know, dead bison laying in the snow, and they all gathered around it, and there was like 17 tails all in the air wagging back and forth, you know, and because this is a huge windfall for them, you know, you got a 1,200-pound bison that died there. These wolves will all eat as much as they can. Average wolf can, can hold about seven to eight pounds of meat in their stomach, mm-hmm. and so they'll, they'll eat as much as they can. Um, and I was, so I was filming this and thinking, this is really, truly re- remarkable. The, the sun set, the, kind of the, all the light was gone. It was getting very dark. Uh, you know, filming conditions were not available anymore. So I headed back to town and, uh, the next morning came back out at sunrise and came back in there. So about 12 hours later and Chauncey's, there was nothing left except for some bloodstained snow. And that is it. And what? That is how, yeah, that is how a intact ecosystem works because not only the wolves got to get their fill, but then coyotes come in, foxes come in, bald eagles come in, golden eagles come in, magpies come in, everything comes in. Even mice will, you know, take things out there. And there's literally 12 hours later, nothing left in the snow uh, except for the uh, uh, bloodstained snow. It's truly remarkable to see. I've seen that time and time and time again where you have a kill and within just you know, half a day to a day, everything is utilized, everything's gone, everything's scattered to the winds, everything's moved, and there's nothing left. I, if we were on television, you, would, my face is, like, wide open. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I would okay. thought, here are the wolves, they... <laughs> first of all, I would have I would have had a heart attack <clears throat> watching a 2,000-pound buffalo go, boom, <laughs> the ground. But here the wolves, I would think it's like, oh, my God, then now they have enough food to get them through a week or two. You know what I'm saying? But it was gone um, in a day. Typically, yeah, typically speaking, what would happen is, so if all 30-plus members ate, you know, yeah. um, they would they would clean up a lot of it right there. And then typically what happens with wolves, as soon as they eat, they'll eat their fill. They'll eat to, you know, the maximum amount that they can do. Then they will literally go lay down for about two to three days um, and digest, if you will. Hmm. And so as a, as a wildlife photographer and filmmaker, what I do, uh, it, so those times when that happens, it's like, yes, jackpot, this is great. But then when it's over, I know I won't have any access to those wolves for at least three days because they are going to lay there, mm-hmm. you know, with big full bellies and just do nothing for two or three days. So before they get up and eventually start to go, okay, well, we got to go out and look again uh, for something else to eat. And they have to head out and go hunting again. So it takes them, you know, so it's, it's a cycle of every three to five days they have to make a kill. Every three to five days they have to get lucky in this case where they found this, uh, uh, you know, dead bison. And it is truly remarkable uh, how they do that. So it's a real feast and famine type of um, existence. That's, I'm, I'm sitting here going, this is why I love Stan on the show, because I learned so much stuff. I go, gee whiz, I didn't know that. Gee whiz, I didn't know that. I mean, th- that is, <laughs> you would almost think that the wolves would just kind of hang around the, the dead body for a day or two, you know? But if, as you said, no. they fill their belly, they're going to go take a nap for three days. Everybody else is going to come in and say, hey, you know, eat at Joe's or eat yeah. at Bob the, the, the bison, you know? <laughs> so typically what will happen in a situation like that is coyotes will sit at like 300, 500 yards away 
and there'll be there'll be like five or six coyotes, and they'll sit and watch and wait and wait and wait for that for the wolves to leave. And then after they've kind of had their fill and they wander off themselves, mm-hmm. then in come the coyotes. Then in come the foxes. You know, and then all the other things like magpies are are taking pieces. Eagles are coming in, both golden and bald eagles. It's really an intact ecosystem like that, has, which has all the predators and all the prey, and every and nature is in balance. These things, the the well oiled machine is just firing on all cylinders, and it is remarkable to watch. I've seen it every time, and every time I've seen it, I've I've said to myself, that is truly amazing to see. Um, We don't see that very often in other parts of the country because we don't have the uh, intact ecosystem like we have in some of these larger national parks. Mm -hmm. So it's all out of balance. And then we get people saying, well, what about this? What about that? And they're all kind of concerned about things. And uh, it, it's, all, it's all because of, um, the, like I said, the ecosystem's out of balance. And um, when you have it in balance, it's really, really remarkable. Remember, John C., these things have been around and doing this for millions of years, yeah. millions of years, not hundreds of years. Uh, you know, people, we tend to have this very uh, myopic type of uh, view of things. We only know our little tiny uh, experience that we have when, in fact, in nature, things have been going on for millions of years, and we just don't get it. Yeah, we're we're pretty small in that specter, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, uh, truthfully, yeah. I mean, when you think about a lot of the birds that we have, you know, the modern birds that we are around us today, mm-hmm. most of these birds have been around for anywhere between two and nine million years. Um, and that's an awful long time. People have not been around that long. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, people worry about backyard bird feeding, changing behaviors. And it's like, really? You know, these, these uh, you know, birds have been around for millions of years, long before mm-hmm. people were feeding birds. And they did just fine, you know, yeah. and they'll do just fine afterwards, too. So. When you were filming these wolves, were, were you in a yeah. blind? No, no, no. Mm-mm. I was, uh, I... I carry a rangefinder with me, um, and I was at 620 yards away, which is really, really far. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Way, way further than I care to be, but, um, and I use the largest lenses made. So these are gigantic lenses that weigh 20 some pounds, just a lens. And, uh, so that's, uh, so I'm, I'm like really, really far away. They don't even give a shit about me. I'm, Oops, sorry about that. They don't care about me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care about me at all. They, um, they're just interested in what's going on. I'm that far away. That far away. Have you have you ever had a wolf when you're filming them, uh, like whether they're around the bison or uh, another critter or whatever? Do you ever have them kind of turn to where you're sitting, even if you're a good distance away, and they go, "Eh, "I think somebody's over there," looking back at you. Um, they they know you're there. They just don't acknowledge that you're there. You know what I mean? They just have an attitude. <laughs> they, yeah, and their attitude is they're all business. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all business trying to find their next meal, trying to, you know, survive. Look, average life um, um, expectancy of a wolf in the wild is four to five years. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
I mean, your dog will go 20 years, you know, or 15 years or something yeah. like that. These, the life of a wolf is so difficult, so arduous, so demanding that rarely do they ever kind of get to old age. There's a few of them that will get to 10 or 11 years old, which is really, really old, but they're very lucky wolves. They really, truly are. Yeah. By then, their teeth are worn out also, and they're not feeding very well. Um, because that is the biggest thing is that their teeth wear out very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that becomes an issue for them right away. Yeah. So um, uh, typically the reason why most wolves die is at the paws of other wolves. <laughs> they, uh, the most common cause of death for wolves is uh, fights with other wolves. Mm. And that's because that, they're always looking to move up to become that alpha because they have a hierarchical system that, that they're really constantly trying to, it's dynamic. It's always changing and things like that. So, and only the really good alphas hang on to their position for longer periods of time. Once again, Stan, you you have never ceased to amaze me, educate me Uh, and make me go, gee whiz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chauncey, I believe that, um, it's important for people to understand about wildlife in general. Yeah. And if I could do that in a way, I mean, I've spent the last 40 years doing this and uh, trying to educate people about wildlife because I firmly believe that if we know something, if we're educated about it, we tend to make better choices in our personal lives mm-hmm. that, help, that will help wildlife in the long run. So my job is to educate people. Um, and uh, thankfully, there's wonderful people like yourself who uh, – let nutcases like myself, you know, come on and be able to talk about the things that we do and love and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that is wildlife. Mm-hmm. I love wildlife in all shapes and forms. Cool. Hey, if I want to see some of these photos and stuff, where do I go to watch, see some of this video and photos? Um, you can go to uh, uh, the videos are on um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Stan Tequila and uh, on Facebook also. You can go to my website at naturesmart.com. Mm-hmm. And I have links. Uh, I have the you know those uh, little links to Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh, on on there also. And also, you can uh, depending on when you're listening, uh, uh, or when and where you're listening to this, uh, those stories and those pictures will be on my website too. Cool. Stan, thanks so much for coming on the show this morning, and once again being part of the educational segment of Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs> All right, Chauncey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com 
or call them at 708-798-9700. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week or camping or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say hey! This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, it's the Memorial Weekend, and people are all excited, and we've talked fishing, and we've talked hunting at the times of the year. We've talked this, we talked that. And every week we bring on Captain Tony, who's on the phone with us. Tony, you there, buddy? Yeah, how you doing, John? All right, my friend. Now, one of the things that we we go through so much information, I started getting mail from people, text messages and emails that say, what is this? What is that? What is he talking about? What is this? What is that? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, 
It's a little complicated sometimes with all the uh, stuff you use for fishing, you know, Dodgers flies, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what kind of line you use, how far back behind the yellow birds, how far down on the downriggers, what number on the dipsies, you know. So there's a wide variety of uh, equipment that we use in salmon fishing that, you know, uh, you know, I need it because I'm a professional. I'm out there seven days a week. But for the little guy, I mean, he don't need, you know, uh, $5,000 worth of equipment to fish. No. Some basic stuff, and he's ready to go. Mm -hmm. and, and I will bring up, somewhere in this conversation, I will bring up when you're counting lines across the, the, uh, the reel, how many lines out, you know? Level lines, yeah. Level lines out. And how Tony said, I need to go back to school to, and, and learn my mathematics again. But we'll talk about right. that later. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we made it easier for you, John. So we want to watch some line counters, too. Oh, that's good. You that's know? good. You know, and that's, that's another thing. You know, we had, the old way we used to do, we used to count the level lines, and we used to measure how many feet on one level going across your reel. And we would know how much line would be going out as it went back and forth. Mm -hmm. You know, now with line counters, you zero it out, and it'll tell you exactly how far you got your line out. Right, because Tony said to me, he "Goes, I want you know when you're using these big, it's not a bait casting reel. It's it's a it's, it's a conventional reel. Yeah, yeah, conventional reel. And when you the line goes across, that's one. Well, Chauncey here was counting all the way across, all the way back. That's one. And Tony goes, the dang lure is out in Kenosha. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, on, that, on certain reels, it's like 16 feet of pass. Yeah. You know, so you're going, what, 32 feet every time, you know? Yeah, and I was, I was, so I, I went to school that day. I, got, I was taught. There but you go. What is a dodger? You, you say a, you got a dodger. A dodger but... is basically a flat piece of metal with a swivel at one end and a, another swivel at the other so you can hook a line to a little leader to it. And it basically whips the lure back and forth through the water to attract the fish. Depending on the color of the dodger, too, it will attract the fish. Hmm. Now, basically, it keeps the, the, the fly in motion back and forth. Depends how fast it is, big or small, it'll rotate or whip back and forth. So it goes actually left to right. Right. Sometimes it'll circle. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. And that's what actually the movement in the water, the fish see something moving because all they want to do is eat. And you have like a peanut fly, which is a peanut fly is basically right now we're using for calls, uh, tinsel tied to a hook on a 16 inch leader. And that dodger whips it back and forth really fast because coho are fast fish. And that's how you get the bite on the. The peanut fly and the dodger. So the peanut fly is this little tinsel fly, and you only have 16 inches between the fly and the dodger? Yeah, yeah. We're using double-lot dodgers, uh -huh. which I believe they are... Wow, that's... Uh, like, I don't that's know, what are they? Three and a half inches long, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. So it's rule of thumb is three times the length of your dodger for your leader. Okay. That's Give or take an inch, you know, yeah. uh, you know, you know, you don't have, you, you know, we're really precise. You know, I like 16 inch leaders and 16 inch leader on a double lot Dodger. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at like a hotspot Dodger, which is a bigger Dodger, uh, we're going 24, 25 inches on those Dodgers. 
Oh, okay. You know, for later in the year for, you know, kings, rainbows, even bigger cohos. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the rule of thumb, like I said, you know, three times the length of your Dodger. Okay. Now, when you're using a Dodger, in, in, in the fall, you go to a bigger Dodger, don't you? Right, right. A little slower presentation, uh, longer leader, uh, like I said, goes to 24. You know, metals I usually put back, you know, no further than 15 feet behind the downrigger ball. Plastics can go up to 18. Big plastics, the 11-inch blades, you can go 22 to 36 behind the ball. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, that's the way you... You know, usually the Dodger package will have some information on it, so yeah. it's always good to read it. You know, oh, exactly. Now, you you also use in the springtime, but I've seen you use them more than just springtime. I've seen you use them in the fall. I've seen you in the, even in the spring, uh, summer. But the uh, it's a it's a a disc, a dipsy diver, a dipsy diver. That's right. It's a, a disc. Dipsy diver. It looks like it's an just... alien aircraft. <laughs> Well, basically, it's got a weight on the bottom with numbers on it, so you can turn it to port or starboard, right or left, Mm -hmm. and it'll plane away from the boat, and it'll bring your lure down to a specific depth of water. Now, on that package, there's a depth chart on how much uh, line you can let out, depending on the number you set. depends how deep that dipsy will go. Mm -hmm. You know, you can run a dodger or a spoon on the end of that. Oh, you, you can't put a Dodger on there? Yeah, you put, you know, me, I'm running Power Pro on my Dipsy rods right now. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Power Pro with a swivel hooked up to the Dipsy. The Dipsy's got four feet of uh, monofilament, 40-pound uh, test, and with swivel attached to a Dodger, which has a leader, or I just hooked the spoon right to the swivel. So you got four feet of line, and then you got a, a spoon. And one of the things I want to say, when we're talking, you know, you attach a swivel or you attach it to a uh, something, you're not buying a swivel that you're using for bass fishing. For You're, you're buying Great Lakes heavy-duty swivels because those kings and Lakers and whatever, you know, so those boats. You're like, you know, six or 80-pound class on them or something like that, yeah. you know, um, uh, you can stop at, you know, our local bait shop is Lake Michigan Angler over there, and uh, they got tons of stuff for you if you're interested. You know, if you need product, he's uh, Rob's the guy you got to go to. Mm-hmm. That's where we go. Oh, okay. You know, he'll set you up with anything you need, the right swivels, the right line. If you're running braid like me, he's got braid for bulk spools if you want fill reels. If you want to run, again, wire line for later in the year to cut the water get down deeper with super mag dipsies, which are heavier dipsies than your standard dipsies, and you can get them down to about 100 feet and mm-hmm. a little deeper. Okay. Um, you know. Later on in the year, we're going to be getting into, and those dipsies, you can run them straight off the back of the boat and they go down, or you can, as you do, one click, two click, three click, four click, five clicks to pull them out. The other thing you yeah, have... Yeah, off to the side of the boat, yeah. yeah. Most of the times we run them off the side of the boat and put them on a two-and-a-half or a three setting to get them away from the boat so mm-hmm. we can run downriggers right next to them. The other thing that you do on the surface, especially in the spring, is you use these planer boards. And they're kind of a... You, you look at it, it looks like it's got a, a bent piece of metal and a you know yellow board on it. And you hook that up to your line 
and that really pulls your lure far. You could you could really away set that the, away from the boat, from the yeah, boat. to run multiple lines. Of course, yellowbirds. You're you're seeing the old school yellowbirds, which they used to be made out of foam. Now they're made out of plastic. Mm-hmm. Mine have the bent angle on them. I do have some that Rick set me up with. Uh, the plastic ones with the clips on them, they work just as fine. Do they? They're designed to pull the lure away from the boat so you can want, run one, two, three, or four lines off one side of your boat. Mm-hmm. You know, Basically, right now what I'm doing, uh, 50 feet back with a uh, double-odd dodger with a peanut fly, 50 feet behind the yellow bird, and I'll plane it way off to the port or starboard side. Then my next one, I'll, I'll decrease the line 40 feet, you know, send that one out, and the next one will be like 30 feet. The other side, I might go 60, 40, you know, 20 or something like that. I'll mix it up to see what level the fish are feeding at. Mm-hmm. And today they were fishing at, you know, 55 uh, feet back, which probably is only, you know, maybe five six feet down under the surface, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, let's see, our high dipsies were getting hit, and but our 17 rigger was getting hit, and what else is going, the 22 rigger, so the fish are in the top, you know, 25 feet of water, so that's where we're fishing them right now, yeah. and that's what those uh, dodgers and the yellow birds and dipsies are for, mm. you know. And then the last thing that's part of the armament on Diamond Ghost Charters um is the downriggers, the downriggers which right. is a, a wire cable on, attached to a spool with a counter on it, of course, and that m- gargantuous lead ball. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm running uh, a Magnum Metals downriggers, which are some of the best, is the best downrigger around if you want a downrigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can handle up to 25-pound balls with no problems. You know, so when you're fishing uh, you know, 300 feet, in, in depth of water, and you want your lure all the way down there, a 20 or 25-pound ball, keep that sway back from that wire because you're trolling closer to the boat, and it'll keep it straighter down so mm-hmm. you can hit that depth you want. I got 400 feet of cable on the riggers, and when I run a 20 or 25, I can get right down to the bottom without having my downrigger cable stretched back like four, five, six feet behind the boat. That's pretty amazing. And, and, and to see all of this, uh, uh, literally, you know, if you watch Captain Tony on the back of Diamond Ghost Charters, and by the way, it's diamondghostcharters.com, if you watch him back there, he is so close to being a orchestra conductor. <laughs> and, and he really is because it's like there's constant motion like a conductor, except that instead of mu- just standing in one spot using his hands, he's flying left to right and jumping around and switching things and flipping things and doing that. And it's just, it's completely amazing well, to I'm just see. watching the rods and, you know, tweaking stuff. We call it tweaking stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, yeah, hey, me and our five feet here, drop it down. They're not biting at this level. Bring a downrigger up, change the lure, looking at your graph. The big thing is watch your graph, look for bait. Uh, if you catch more than two fish in an area, uh, chart plotted. So you got a starting point. Keep going. If you're going to go another mile or something, get a couple more, mark another mark. So you can come back through that area. Mm-hmm. Rule one, if you're catching fish in an area, do not leave that area. <laughs> you know, if it dies, then you can go on a hunt looking for them, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, you got to tweak stuff out back and forth, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, again, you know, it's not my first rodeo. Chance, I've been doing this 27 years now. 
Yeah, and you're and you're one of the few that is full time all the time. Seven days a week. That's right. And that's Eight. why Diamond Ghost Charters, he's like a you know, German short hair pointer sitting on the boat sniffing them them fish out, you know. <laughs> I can smell them. They're here someplace, you know. <laughs> you know, you tweak out your program as you go, the more you fish, the more you're out there, the consistency uh of the catch ratio you're gonna have. Yeah. Uh you'll you'll know where to put lures, you'll you'll see what's working. Today when I gutted them cohos, they had Giant ant flies in them, flying mm-hmm. ants. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, where did these come from? I mean, they were full with them. So there had to be, you know, I mean, it cranked yesterday for a little bit off the the eastern shore at us, you know. So maybe they got blown off the shore in the middle of the lake or something. They're feeding on them. You know, I have no idea where they come from. Sometimes there's like chartreuse green beetles in them, mm-hmm. you know. So you want to match colors up. Once you, you know, got a fish and you see what they're eating, try to get that similar fly, you know. And also, just don't stick with the peanut flies. Right now, I'm running an uh, inch and a half and also four-inch flies right now. The alewives are anywhere from four to six to seven inches out there right now. Hmm. Cool. Well, Tony, if somebody you know, wants to get a hold of you to, to take a, a charter, whether it's a, a great midday charter for two, four, six people, or, you know, weekends are kind of tough because he books up early, everybody. But, you know, you can always check with Captain Tony. How, what's the best way to get to you? Uh, I would call the office at area code 847-838-2037. And you can visit my website at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Go to my pricing page. Uh, there's prices on there, tons of information, recipes, old videos of Chauncey fishing, the whole nine yards. <laughs> uh, Tony, I love you. You're a great fisherman, and best of all, you're a great friend. You know, all I got to say is everyone be safe out there. Watch that weather. Like Michigan, she can be a, a brutal girl once in a while, but you know what? Pay attention to the weather. Yep. Be safe out there. Safety first. That's right. Thanks, Tony. All right, good fishing, everybody. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation 
all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com biz bait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> segment is brought to you by waterworks waterworks boat sales at 18660 south cicero avenue in country club hills 708-798-9700 
Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Like a food, what a fine day to take a stroll and wander. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you've had a good time listening to Captain Tony teaching us about all those different parts on the boat that he uses and can't miss Stan Tequila. Man, the nature man himself. He really is something else to listen to. Okay, let's talk about a few uh, things from the great outdoors. The Illinois 2021 Wild Spring Turkey Harvest is about 13,383. Uh, that's a little bit down from last year's 15,838. The statewide preliminary totals includes all the youth seasons uh, harvest, which was like 1,283 birds, which com- was a little bit lower, about 500 lower from uh, the previous year. So there's been a little bit of drop in there, but there's still a lot of birds in the great outdoors. The top five counties for spring turkey harvest in Illinois were Jefferson at 421, Pike at 353, Joe Davis at 352, Marion at 332, and Wayne at 298. Not a bad number to circle around with 13,000-plus birds taken by a lot of happy hunters here in the area. Okay, with uh, summer right around the corner, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources has announced that outdoor capacity of events, activities, and outdoor facilities, campgrounds, open-air shelters, amphitheaters, is increasing at uh, properties across the state park system. Volunteer groups can increase to 350 people with small working groups of 50 or less. DNR-led co-sponsored events such as naturalist activities, education programs, stuff like that, is going to be a bunch of uh, going to be also increased to 350. Uh, special event sizes are going to be around 350. Also, let's not pass that up. That sounds like it's going to be a good time. Things are opening up and things are getting a lot better. Uh, so if you want to check out all of them, the increases, check out the Wisconsin DNR website. You'll pick up a lot of information there. Now let's get a fishing report sponsored by Waterworks Marine for my grandson, Aiden. Papa, I'm glad you came up and played hockey with me on Sunday. It was fun. And the B&B, the bluegill and bass, as you say, were really popping, weren't they? We had a lot of fun catching both, and I just couldn't believe how you work a whopper popper or whopper stopper. I don't remember the name, but those bass would just smack it. And that nine-inch bluegill I caught on a black plastic worm, that was the biggest bluegill I've ever seen and ever caught in my life. (laughs) I love these letters from my grandson, Aiden. It's his fishing report that he's given us. Uh, Roger was on White Lake and said the perch were a little bit better, but strong winds are coming, so we may have to wait it out a little bit for the fishing to improve. Pike were real good on big minnows and silver-colored baits. Allison's dad hit Lake Michigan out of Muskegon, and she said that the fishing was real good at first light and then dropped. She let her dad go out that early so she could sleep. She didn't want to get out of bed that early, so she just wanted to catch a few extra winks. Uh, Flies and spoons from the surface down 25 feet took most of the fish uh, and a little bit of everything that was out there. Linda Sue said her parents 
went to the cottage. Oh, Linda Sue and her parents went to the cottage, and they caught tons of bluegills from the dock on a cubby mini mite that you gave me. I gave her the white ones and the chartreuse ones because you said they were the best, and they really caught the fish. I think I did a good job. <laughs> I love this kid. Hope to see you in a few weeks. Love your fishing magician, Aiden. And once again, that fishing report is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Largemouth bass in Lake Geneva, Trinkies, and uh, Abbey Harbor, and about three to five feet of water have been noted. Most fish have been either caught on a Rapala husky jerk or split-shotting a small green pumpkin lizard. Yeah, this time of the year, those lizards are killers. Uh, rock bass, bluegill, and perch are all in the shallows with spawning smallmouth bass in 12 to 14 feet of water. Uh, Split-shotting nightcrawlers was probably the best way to go. Northern pike remain in the shallows chasing other small fish, and they can be caught on black and silver husky jerks or Smithwick rattlin' rogues. Best locations have been Fontana Beach and Williams Bay. And for you, those people who love Delavan, like I like fishing Delavan, largemouth bass are still spawning or trying to spawn in two to five feet of water. Hard sandy areas are producing most of the action. Look for the fish by Lake Long Lodge or by the outlet bridge where the night crawlers are on a single hook or a Texas rigged, Texas rigged Senko. When the winds are calm, fishing is going to be good, but when they blow, they're not. Smallmouth bass activity, we're still seeing some action going there. Outside the weed lines, some uh, good-sized fish are being caught by the Oriental Boathouse or by Delavan Lake Marine. Best presentation you can go with right now are leeches fished on a small split shot or a small sucker and just hold on to the rod. Okay, we've done that, we've done that, we've done that. Oh, there it is. I could hear the flute playing in the background, so that means we're coming to today's show on Memorial Weekend. And I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from my friend Apensui Majawat. It says, the warriors who have given their all cannot sing their songs anymore. It is up to us, the living, to sing for them and never forget what they gave us for us to live our lives. How very true. Please. Take a few minutes and remember those who gave it all to the wars of all wars that our friends and our countrymen have ever fought. Thank you. You know what? We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember, remember them and enjoy the Memorial Weekend. Take care, everybody. Have a lot of fun. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.